Welcome to Pardon Your Spartans. I'm your host, Masi Amadzai. I'm here with my three friends, and some of the things I value is self-development and entrepreneurship. Some of the things I try to focus on uh, focus on is sleep, diet, and exercise. I'll let the other guests introduce themselves. You can go first, Jake. Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm Jake. Um... I met uh, met Marshall and Mass at the bar, um, and me and uh, me and Mass were were crushing Marshall and my friend John in some pool, and uh, yeah, they they talked about the podcast, so that's how I, I got introduced to them. So, but I'm 29. Um, I'm about to enter my master's degree, and uh, yeah, I'm about I'm all about self development and getting better and uh, taking responsibility. Yeah, that's that's kind of my my mo. Nice. Off and next, uh, my name's Tom. I'm a middle-aged dad who's just looking to have a good time and enjoy life, focus on my goals, and make things better for myself, my kids, and really everyone around me. Yeah, I'm Marshall. I'm all about health and fitness, self-improvement. Uh, really just trying to promote uh, positivity and productivity to, to all and uh, discuss some interesting topics. So without further ado, let's dive in. Wow, everybody's so well-spoken. I, I fumbled a little bit, so I'm a little embarrassed. But um, <laughs> So, Jake, let's start with your topic first. What did you want to discuss first? Oh, man. Can we can we go with – can we, like – can I, like, push the ball into, into Marshall's court? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure, nervous. Sure. I don't want to go first. Sure, sure. <laughs> You're good, bro. By the way, yeah. I want to correct what you said, Jake. I didn't meet you at the bar. I met you at Victory uh, at one of my – at the class. Oh, John, yeah. At, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. True, true. That's facts. Him. Yeah, John is a master. Yeah, John is pretty much uh, Jake's friend who became my friend like about six months ago, and he brought Jake into the kickboxing class that I go to at uh, Victory Church on Saturdays, Saturday morning. So that's where I met you at. Yeah, and um, yeah, and yep, go ahead. And then I introduced you to Masi, and then we met at uh, the bar, played some pool. So yeah, uh, but. Yes, we can go That's into an my excellent topic. recollection. And also, I just, dude, I just gotta shout. I gotta shout my boy Marshall. This dude is a effing beast at kickboxing. Dude's like anything martial arts, bro. Yeah, like this, I saw him like kickboxing. You. you do not want to meet this guy in a bad mood. Don't f with him in public. Like, do not get on because he will mess you up. But okay, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I only believe in self-defense, man. But I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, so uh, you wanted to talk about my topic first? Is that Hell what yeah, you, everyone wants to do? Or? I'm down. I'm good with that. I just got to ask a down. question randomly yeah. here, though, because I gave my introduction and said I'm a middle-aged dad. My girlfriend looks over at me and just gave me this weird look, and I muted. I was like, what? She's like, you're not middle-aged. I'm like, I'm 35. Is that... Not middle-aged? Yeah, no, that's actually not middle-aged, because, like, I was wondering how old you were. I thought, when you said middle-aged, I figured, okay, he's got to be in his 40s. But, yeah, if you're 35, you're not middle-aged. You're, you're, uh, you're still, like, yeah, I would say, like, a mid-aged adult. I don't know (laughs) what else to say. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, like, there's a young adult, then there's adult, and then there's, like, I don't know. I don't really know how it's classified. Yeah, you're, but, you're like yeah. right on the threshold. You're like right on the threshold. Like you're in, you're in your golden years. Like this is like the peak age. You know, this is right. this is good times. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, you guys have just boost my ego a little bit. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. yeah, I would say you're in a pretty prime time right now. Thirty-five. 
Absolutely. We got plenty more time to go. All right. So, Marshall, what's your topic, dude? Say that again. So, what's your topic, bro? I'm dying to. All right. I mean, we, so, we did talk about it, but yeah, go into it. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, basically, uh, right now, everybody, no matter what situation you're in, there's always something that remains the same, right? There's always something good going on, something bad going on, an opportunity going uh, that is taking place or, you know, some kind of threat in your situation. So you can kind of evaluate where you're at by using that like SWOT analysis. And um, also, no matter where you are, there's always you, other people, your environment, your, your uh, situation, and... Yeah, and I would say that's about it. I, Masi, I went over this with you a long time ago. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is, does it tie into health, wealth, love, and happiness? Uh, to, to some extent, yeah, yeah. And it sounds very simple, but, like, you can apply it to everything, and you can it can kind of... I'll, I'll go into it more, and you'll see how it uh, can uh, positively impact your perspective. And really, the ultimate goal by me mentioning this topic is to... Uh, uh, give the audience some perspective and help them like give them some advice to increase their quality of life with whatever situation they're going through right now whether it be something good or bad it doesn't matter so um yeah Masi, how about you let's uh let's talk about you and then go around to jake and then tom or tom and then jake doesn't matter to me um some of the things that are going well for me is like there's a lot of uh, family time for me like I, I like enjoying mm -hmm. I like spending time with my family um, I like going out with you and experiencing the nightlife and like just going out to um, to uh, Lilac Festival and avoiding a 300 mm -hmm. 300 person fight <laughs> there you go so, <laughs> um, and some of the things are just uh, me developing like habits like sobriety um, sleep uh, fasting like for diet and exercise so stuff like that that's some of the good things that are going on with me but some of the bad things that are going on with me is like I recently there's uh, there's too much family so like there's a family member that's coming to to um, to live with us from Afghanistan and I had to give up my gaming room so now I'm in the in a room where like everybody just walks around so it's like mad loud and uh, it's not podcast uh, for podcasting so it's like I'm trying I pause every second when somebody walks in through the door so that's something that's bad going on <laughs> okay gotcha that's me so Tom what about you gotcha uh, well you didn't mention the opportunities and threats too so. uh I don't really know I, I, there's not there's um there's not really uh that much opportunities right now for me I don't really know yeah. I don't really have any besides like uh, the opportunities that I'm making for myself is like with with my ha habits. So it's like mm -hmm. I don't really know. Like I'm not I'm not signing a big contract with like CNN or anything anytime soon. So <laughs> <laughs> glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Yeah, good to know. That's good. That's good, man. <laughs> good news. Yeah, not to dig into anybody's personal life. But I'm just trying to apply it to my topic as well. Um, so yeah, and then did you mention a? You didn't mention a threat either, Masi. Like, no. uh, not threat. You, we don't have to look at it that way. You can look at it like uh, just something that uh, to avoid or, you know, something that you got to keep your, you know, be be mindful of to uh, watch out for. The biggest threat The biggest threat is to me is, like, myself because, like, I'm doing sobriety right now. The only thing I'm doing is vaping. And if I, like, 
I get the urge to drink sometimes. I get the urge to like smoke weed or like do something else. And mm-hmm. uh, and like if I give into it, that's the biggest threat because like I'm trying to better yeah, myself. Yeah, I'm trying to better myself. So that's that would go the opposite way. So yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Um, also, if you look at your situation, there's uh, so you you basically are trying to improve yourself, right? At all times, like you're. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, uh, if it was at all times, I would be a lot better at it. But I keep on <laughs> not at all times. But I mean, you're like you you have a you have it as a goal to like improve your yes, yourself. Yes, yes. Like you're working on yourself, right? Yes. Okay. So like to, uh, you know, you can maximize yourself. You can't uh, also maximize your environment. You can't really move out of your house right now, but you and you m- might not want to. But uh, also, like there's basically four or five aspects of your environment right there's the place you live at like literally like the house you live in like that applies to what tom was talking about too um let's see the city you live in uh where you work where you choose to go out to and did i already mention where you travel to did i say that nope all right yeah and then where you travel to so basically like five aspects of your environment so every time you know a problem could be uh environmental so if you're thinking about oh it's just i need to move out of my house or i need to uh, or i'm not traveling enough or oh i need to move cities or whatever like you just got to evaluate the situation to, depending on you know if it's an environmental problem or it could be a people problem or it could be a health problem or it could be a financial problem you know so basically like just evaluating where you're at with all that and uh you know making making adjustments along the way you know instead of like just going through the day to you know day-to-day most uh motions of life without like um like evaluating where you're at with anything and trying to make any changes you know just kind of like being whatever about everything you know as opposed to that actually like being mindful about things and trying to uh determine where you're at and where you need to go you know that's really what i'm trying to say here with that topic so So how do you apply it, Jake? I guess uh, I'm kind of curious, can you go through your SWAT and kind of talk about how it plays off of your situation or your plan? Is that for, for me or Marshall? Oh, for, I'm sorry. For you. For you. Are you about yeah, yeah. No, oh, it yeah. was for Marshall. My apologies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, right, like, uh, you're, wait, repeat your question again. You're saying, how does it apply to you? Like, how do you use it? You, yeah, like uh, specifically, I mean, just being your topic, how does it apply to you? Are you using that? Is it something you find useful? It, yeah, for I'm me, really I find it, I find, yeah, for me, I find it yeah. useful. I mean, you know, it, it, maybe some other people won't, but for me, it's worked because I'll tell you what, like, um, there's been situations where, you know, if I wasn't just evaluating where I was at with like all different areas of my situation, then I wouldn't. You know, I'd just kind of be like whatever. I wouldn't really have any like specific goals and I wouldn't really be, you know, uh, I wouldn't really know what I'm going after, you know, but with, okay. with the way I, with the way I look at this, it's like, okay, you know, I can, I can see where I'm at with my environment. I, I know what needs to change and what doesn't. And, um, same with like, like people in the past, like, you know, if I was around like toxic people, it's like, okay, I got to cut this person off and then, you know. I gotta, you know, meet somebody different or something. I don't know whether it be a. So really, like, it's like your initial outline to figure out your goal planning, 
right? Because you can't figure out exactly. your goal or what you want to work to without knowing that. Right, pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, so, so Marshall, I'm curious if uh, if I can ask Marshall, is that all good, Tommy? Or did you have something you want to follow up with? No, you're good. So, so Marshall, I'm. Sh- you seem like the kind of guy who has you know a few goals in mind that you're you're pursuing right now. Um, just off of the rip, like maybe could you just give one or two goals that you're you're seeking right now? And then I have a follow up question with that. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, like, I want to reach a certain goal of like having a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time just by saving. And, you know, also you can just look at like, okay, like, you know, that that has to do with budgeting, right? Like, all right. So um, what am I spending my money on? You know, what's preventing me from reaching that goal of like having that certain amount of money by like the end of July, let's say, or something, you know? And you know it's just yeah. it's pretty simple to realize that, but a lot of people don't think about that. They just kind of like go through the day to day like life, not like just spending whatever, just you know, not really thinking about it, you know, and not really like calculating like how much they make and how much they gotta save by a certain time, you know, if they have that yes. goal. So like right. like it's just basically just uh, like uh, the bottom line. The key word here is just being mindful of like what you're doing, you know, because it's very easy. Like for me in my situation like if i'm not thinking about my goals or anything i'll just i could just blow all my money you know i i and then i don't reach that goal you know right i've done that before right, right. where i sudden i just blow all my money and say like, well so where did good. it all go i'm like where did it all go That's oh so it went towards coffee every day or like you know went out to eat every day or like back when i used to like actually i i quit drinking but like when i used to drink like i used to you know spend all crazy types of money like all sorts of types of money at the bar and everything and clubs and stuff and like obviously that's where it was going and i could have realized that but it's like it's just like being mindful of it to the point where it's like okay that i gotta cut that off though or i gotta minimize it like you gotta make a certain amount of uh you gotta make a number in your mind like okay i I can only spend this much a week you know and then so like that's a money problem you know so like that's just one area of life right so it can really be boiled down to like, kind of like what Masi was saying, like health, wealth. I, I, we don't have to say love, but like social and um, just really like your overall, like it has to do with like yourself, your money, your social slash dating life. That includes your family too, I guess. And so, um, so, yeah, like yeah. Main things. So, so, so you brought up money, which I think is a good example for, mm-hmm. for this. Um, so mm-hmm. in the spirit of SWOT, like how have you applied SWOT analysis or the SWOT analysis to your money goals? All right. And I think you've already kind of mm-hmm. touched on this because you mentioned that, um, you, you have to be mindful of how you spend and, and you have a goal of, you want to be making X amount of money by X amount of time. And you're factoring in your expenses mm-hmm. versus your income. Right. So you've kind of touched mm-hmm. on some of those variables that you've been analyzing. Um, would you say like, how, so two questions, one, how would you, how would you say that you use SWOT analysis to like accomplish that goal? And, um, do you think that, um, you know, being mindful and being aware of how you're spending money, do you think that would be kind of the threat, um, part of, of SWAT? If I'm understanding this, uh, framework. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like the, the threat would be like just not being aware of like what I'm doing with my money and not knowing where it's going and just like doing, being whatever about it, you know? And 
opportunity would just be like applying the, the exactly what I'm, I'm talking about, like the budget budgeting strategy. And then, um, let's see. And then weaknesses would be, you know, the spending itself again, like the weaknesses and threats kind of like tie into each other, obviously, but like, and the strengths would be, um, just like the amount that I make that I know I make. And then the amount like, so basically like I can be specific about it. If I make 700 a week times four, you know, and that's four weeks in a month. Right. Um, you know, what is that? Like 2,800 or. Yep. 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 Yeah. So 2,800, but if my bills are a thousand a month, it's like, okay, I got 1800 left over if I don't spend a dime. Right. If I don't spend right. a dollar, I got 1800 left over every month. So, but like, if you have a goal of getting to like, let's say 6,000 in like, you know, a couple months, like then you, you just, it's just doing basic math at the end of the day. But then you're realizing like, okay, but like, that's if I save every dollar, am I going to do that? No. All right. So like, I'm going to be spending some money, but like, what am I spending it on? Is it worth it? You know, like, is this like product that I'm buying or whatever, is that worth my money? Is that like going to actually add value to my situation or can I go about something differently to like, for example, like something as simple as like coffee, right? Am I going to go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning and buy coffee? Or like, am I going to buy like coffee from Wegmans and just make my own, you know, or like make my own iced right, coffee right. or something and, and pre-make it to save money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, that's yeah. just like the financial aspect of things. But this is all I'm trying to say is like, just like organized thinking is really all it comes down to, you know, like organized thinking to achieve your goals. And I know Tom's all about achieving goals too, so you can probably that probably resonates yeah. with you too well you know the interesting thing you know just kind of thinking about it while you're going over it the real challenge though is when those goals overlap like if it's getting into a relationship well if i'm not focused on getting into a relationship i think most of us can agree you're going to have more available money right because you're not going to be as inclined to have to impress somebody take somebody out not to say you're always going to have to but i think 95 percent of the time people would would spend substantially more money either trying to get into a relationship or, or maintain one. So the challenge is, though, like where they overlap and having those conflicts and, you know, wanting more time with your family, but then you can't focus on your career. So I think Definitely, that's one yeah. of the hardest things is having to balance those out mm -hmm. and find better ways to, to figure out where your advantages and disadvantages really come out. Absolutely. But another way of like, applying what I'm talking about with organized thinking would be like, okay, calculating how many hours there are in a week, right? Well, I think it's 168, right? Am I wrong? That sounds good. Something like that. that sounds right. That sounds All right. All right. So let's say it's, <laughs> yeah, let's just go with 168, right? It could be more, but all right, let's go yeah. with that. Let's go with that number. Um, so let's say that there's 168 hours in the week. You work what, 40, Tom, or 50, maybe 60? I don't know. We'll probably say 50 i'm trying to keep it to that no more okay so you work 50 so if you subtract that from 168 you get left with 118 right so yep. i did that math right yeah 118 so um and then you know and like the, again like that's exactly what i'm talking about it would be like okay i got 118 118 left or hours left over but i gotta sleep too so then you subtract that and then um I don't know what else you do in your free time besides family, but then you, you would have to like calculate all the hours you do spend on that. And then like be like, okay, I have like, let's say you have like 15 to 20 hours left in the week for family. I don't know if that would be the correct number. Maybe it's less, I don't know. But, 
yeah if you have 15 to 20 hours left with your family then it's like okay you know every week then that that's your time you know and i know it's hard to balance it but you could potentially like cut back your hours at work i don't know if that's a possibility or like if you can't do that then 15 to 20 is all you, you know what you have but it's not about like how many hours you have it's what you do in those hours i guess you know Absolutely. the yeah. quality over the actual quality over the quantity yeah yeah so like this is just like all i'm trying to talk about with the swot analysis that you're asking me about and then just yeah. like how i apply all these techniques to my life to like make my situation easier you know it's just like organized thinking is the best way to put it you know yeah, yeah I, mean, I love I, that I think... man yeah Roger, thank sorry. you oh no i i feel like tom had something good to say there <laughs> Do you <laughs> want to go, tom? <laughs> yeah i mean really i was gonna say i think at the root of it just taking the time to think about it even if you don't make a hard plan from it Right. just helps you understand that perspective so you can make those better decisions throughout your day, even without even realizing you're doing it because you just know that information. I think that's really where a lot of that benefit's even going to come from, even if you don't take it much past it consciously. Exactly, yeah. And um, it's very simple, but however, how many people do you know that do that? Not many, right? No. Yeah, like, that's the part I love about it. I love how simple it is. Like, it's so simple that it's actually stupid proof. Like, like yeah, I, I couldn't even fuck this up. I, I couldn't even fuck yeah. this up. Like, like yeah, so, but... Same, same, yeah. <laughs> but, it's but, very yeah, obvious, man, but it's I, like, nobody applies that technique, you know? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I, I was just going to go off of that, which is that most people have a loose framework of goals that they they want to achieve in their life Absolutely. you know some people yeah. right. some people put a little more conscious thought into their goals you know and some people put mm -hmm. in a little bit less right but most people have That's a general true. idea and yeah. uh when you when you start to look at how they plan to <laughs> you know to make these these goals come true or make their dreams come true you know achieve their their goals if you look at how they do that a lot of people from from what i've observed kind of go at it with a shotgun approach they kind of just do what they feel is right they do what comes right. natural and what i like about the swot analysis is it's like th this is an organized strategy to achieve a goal you know mm -hmm. and it's really simple mm -hmm. anybody do it you, once you hear what a swot analysis is anybody can apply that within within five minutes you, you can apply it to any exactly goal. yeah it's just that. about yeah. yeah thank you yeah it's just about hearing about it like just being aware of what it is and then applying it that's it you know because yeah. but a lot of people don't have that structure or framework right so they just kind of like they're all loosey-goosey with their plans goals and whatever and like they just go about things and they wonder why things don't work out it's like you don't have a plan you don't you're not like sitting down consciously thinking about it like you said you're not like you know applying any techniques you're just kind of like doing whatever and, exp and hoping to get there you know but like having like that like solid plan that like is very specific and like um what's the word pragmatic i guess or like you know it's tangible you can see exactly like how much you make and like how much you spend and how much you save you know it's very simple it's just if you want to make if you want to make or save rather uh five thousand by a certain date you just got to figure out how much you make how much you're spending and what do you, you know, and what are your bills? You know, that's it. So. Yeah. yeah what, what, what are you thinking, Mass? 
You're a little quiet over there. I know you've got some thoughts. <laughs> no, no, no. I came up with a new nickname for you. I like it. It's Matt. <laughs> it's, uh... You call him Moss, people. Dollar Jake calls me Mozzie. Mozzie, so I like that Mazi, one, too. Mozzie, yeah. Yeah. But, no, I think... Okay, okay. I, 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 uh, I think you guys are on onto something, but I don't think it's, uh... It's as simple as you guys say, because, like, it has a lot of other... Di- <laughs> it has a lot of dynamics to it. Like, you have to, um... What are some of the things you said? Threats and what else? Yeah, so it's SWAT, like S-W-O-T. So strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I learned okay, it from okay. one of my business classes. That, and it, yeah, just a... Yeah. Th- that simplifies it a little more. Yeah, I was like, what does SWAT stand for? I was like, do do you hire a SWAT team to help you with your goals or something? So- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Okay. It's just the way of, like, Dude, I, I, you evaluate where you're at, you know, and going from there. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with you, um, by the way. Wait, so, hold on. I got to clear this up. It, so, so you per, how do you, what do you prefer to be called by? My, Massey is, is what you like, as you prefer? Mossy. Mossy. Yep. Okay. Mossy. Yep. Okay. Mossy, I, I agree with you. I think that it can sound that, it, it can be, it, it can come off. But very simple, you know. It can be like, oh yeah, you just do this, and then you just everything in your everything you've ever wanted is, is in your hand. Like, like, I don't, I don't think it's that simple. But I will say this though. <laughs> I will say this. It's 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 one of those things where, um, the bar of entry, the barrier of entry is very small. It, it's easy to start out with. It's easy to to apply as a beginner. But there is a. It sounds like there is a level of mastery. So it's like you can get immediate returns on it um and but at the same time with practice and you know like intention over time you know obviously it, it can be used uh, with a higher complexity you know you, you can master it it's not something you just master by doing once or twice I, I don't know if that if that um yeah i don't know i'm curious what you think about that that sounds like yeah that makes perfect sense um i agree with that yeah it's it's a uh it's anybody can apply it but the more you practice it the better you get at it so that makes sense yeah it was a good it was a good observation though i i do agree <laughs> all right so let's go with your your topic jake i'm eager to hear what you have to say you about your... do my topic yeah oh, brother man. okay yeah. all right well my yeah. question for your audience today is how do you make decisions how do you make decisions for that that may be right or wrong what is right and wrong how do you know if what you're doing is right how do you know what it, what is wrong what actions are wrong well, i had you this know, like there there yeah go ahead no uh, i had this conversation with tom before uh morals where morals come from and morals uh, i thought it came from religion but uh i don't know if that was that. yeah i thought uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah, well, the, the, exactly. I mean, for for most of our history, I mean, we've had religion to tell us what is what, what's right and what's wrong. Um, and uh, but but as you can see nowadays, there are many different systems that have been, you know, that have been developed. There are many different like schools of thought for for how people decide what they think is right and wrong. Um, what what we see right now is we see a lot of people we see a lot of people that are saying my truth and your truth uh as to what they think is you know morally right and and morally wrong obviously there's there's a lot of 
popular things that are just wrong. You know, murder is, I mean, unanimously wrong. Most people think murder is wrong, right? But, um, but, but, but for example, though, could you think of an, could you think of a scenario where taking someone's life would be morally right? I mean, Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. I'm I sure mean, I can think of self-defense, you know, yeah, self -defense, uh, right? in a military so, situation. Like, well, yeah, exactly. Murder, though, <laughs> isn't murder the intentional taking of someone's right. life? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, so you're right. That the linguistics do matter here, right? Because murder is like, you know, I'm all about think linguistics. Murder, yeah, like, yeah, like it, the the words do matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, so there are other people though who just think that taking a human life in all scenarios is wrong. Um, there are people who think that lying in every single scenario is wrong and um yeah that's the question i have um and uh i took an ethics class this semester and uh we we learned about three different ethical systems um and i'll just very quickly go go over go over the three of them um there is utilitarianism which is like just doing the action that promotes the most happiness for um for for all people for, for the most amount of people uh, there's deont deontology, which is uh, a legal-based uh, way of deciding what's right and wrong. So, like Immanuel Kant was the one who, who, where deontology comes from. He he would say that um, lying is always wrong in, in every scenario. He would also say that, you know, if you were a 1940s, uh, if you were in the 1940s and uh, you were helping store Jews to to save them from the Nazis and the Nazis came and knocked on your door and they they wanted you to uh relinquish the jews he would say that lying to the nazis is wrong right? <laughs> so yeah yeah right so but but again though but again it's like it, i mean like emmanuel kant for example very very well respected within the the field of philosophy right and and so he makes extremely good cases why lying is always wrong so um, it sounds funny, but but his arguments are convincing. Like when you peel peel down the layers, and the last the last wow. uh, ethical system is uh, teleology, which is have you guys heard of? Uh, you guys have must have heard of Aristotle, right? Yep, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, so so teleology comes from Aristotle, and uh, you know he was like one of the the most brilliant thinkers in in history, and he's all about like human flourishing and and doing the actions that promote. Uh, flourishing which is not to be confused with, with happiness so um those are those are all three systems and and what i most people and i didn't realize this myself until i took ethics but most people do not consciously have a an ethical system a, a, a sort of like a a criteria for how they decide what what, what something is is you know right and wrong um so yeah you know and i have an, i have examples too like the similar to the the nazi the nazi thing um, I have examples, but it's like, it's like Marshall, you think something is right, uh, and, and, and Matt Mossy thinks something is wrong. Who's right and who's wrong and why, you know? How do you know who's right and who's wrong? That's the, the kind of the topic that I think yeah, <laughs> it would be fun to be talking about, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like yeah. the topic. Um, uh, are you talking about, so you are talking about morals then, you're not talking about, um, like, who's correct and who, like, who has the better opinion yeah. right 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 that. it's You're... not great question great question yeah, yeah it's not it's not about truth 
Um, although truth okay. is pretty fundamental to this uh, topic, but no, it's not mm -hmm. about truth. It's purely about right and wrong. So morals is a yeah, it's about morals. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Ethics ethics is different from morals yes. because ethics is like is developed. It's a philosophy. Morals is like intuition and like what you feel is like right and wrong. So, but okay. yeah, it's not as much about truth. It's more about right and wrong. Right, right. Um, right and wrong is an interesting topic. I've I've looked into it in the past um, as well, from different uh, people to discuss discuss philosophy and whatnot. Um, so basically, like my understanding of it is that, and you, all right. So this is not necessarily my opinion, right? I'm not like strongly backing up this opinion. This is just what I've heard and what I think could be true, right? Um, or could be the case we could say like um, basically in the grand scheme of things and like you guys might strongly disagree with this but here it goes in the grand scheme of things there is no right or wrong like literally anything goes like literally uh, nobody there's nobody is to say that anything is right or wrong like in the animal kingdom anything goes like literally you know animals kill each other all the time no problem whatever we've developed like morals over time because we don't want to live in like a chaotic like violent um horrible environment like our horrible uh existence like that we don't want to live in that we so we over time we've uh created like a much higher quality of life for everybody where like even though that stuff still exists it's not as prevalent as it used to be or as it could be you know if there wasn't laws and like morals and all that stuff so but for in the grand scheme of things, like anything goes, you know. I'm so gonna, it, it's, yeah, I'm gonna rob Marshall. Yeah, just, I'm gonna rob Marshall after this. <laughs> there you go, dude. And, and who's to say you're wrong for that? Matthew. It's gonna be a long drive out. It's gonna be a long drive out to where I'm at. I'm at a lake house right now, so good luck with that. <laughs> oh no! He, oh no! He's gonna hit your house, bro. He's gonna. You're you're gone. This is <laughs> you can find me. I'm in the middle of nowhere at my job site right now, <laughs> traveling for work. <laughs> but no, no, that. yeah, bro. So Marshall, what you're what you're referring to, I believe, is called moral relativity. So so basically, yes. which that that says is, and that's a very popular movement right now, um, with mm -hmm. a lot of people. Um, and, uh, and, 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 uh, the foundation of moral relativity is, uh, postmodernism. So there's like right, modernism, right. which is, yeah, like, which is like for, you know, like the 1600s until like just recently, which is like based yep. on scientific, you know, method and all of that. And, and now we're, we've entered into like postmodernism where yep. people have, Nine uh, people believe, yeah, yeah. So, nope. so that that's a. I'm so glad you brought that up, dude. That's that's juicy. So we can we can definitely. Yeah, into and, that. and I just wanna I just wanna elaborate though. That's not what I follow. Like I don't follow that system of like thinking anything goes. I believe in like having good morals and you know overall quote unquote being like good like a good person. And um, yeah, you know I don't yeah I don't follow like that the anything goes thing. But I'm just saying that that could be the case where. You know, in the grand scheme of things, that's the the actual case that like really anything goes. It's just we apply our own uh, take on um, what's right and what's wrong, you know, and then we follow that. Yeah. Or some people follow. Yeah. It. <laughs> Tom, yeah. what do you think so, about that? Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. No, I mean, I guess the question I'm trying to think of is what makes some people follow it or have 
stronger beliefs to be moral versus others that don't what what separates one man from another or what separates us from the animals like what is the difference the way you're raised could be one of the factors psychology and religion mm-hmm yeah it's like Psychology yeah, well, religion is sure. obviously a, a big thing. I mean, a lot but of people, psychology, yeah. billions of people take their, their morals and ethics directly from their, their book, you know? And that's their source of what's right and wrong. Not to say it is or it isn't, but I think that's one way. And and also, I think cultural programming, too. Yeah, you know, like when, we grow, when we're growing up. Is, society drives it more than anything. Social conditioning. Yeah. Yep. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Have you guys heard of uh, determinism? Yeah, I've heard of yeah, it. I don't really know too much about it. It's, it basically says that like there shouldn't be any criminals because they don't have any free will. Everybody, whatever they do, is already determined because of the way like mm, uh, life works. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, through you actually told me about it. That you're saying yeah. that everything is already set in stone and like everything is already pre-planned and pre, you know, like that. Uh, there is no choice. Yeah, like you're saying, no yeah. free will. So yeah, well, if you break down determinism, it basically says that you know we're just a clump of cells that have biological impulses. You know, like we have like uh, uh, you know neurons that are firing in certain ways, and those neurons are influenced, you know, based on our genetics and, and our upbringing, and uh, we're basically predetermined to make take certain actions and have certain beliefs. Um, that are out of our control. Like we have the illusion of free will, but yeah, determinism basically just says that you don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're just, you're just fucked, dude. Like, I don't like that at all. If you were bro. gonna murder somebody. If you were gonna murder someone, it was already doomed. Like yeah, just, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't. I don't know if I believe that. I, I think there is like some free will or something, you know. But like, yeah, I believe yeah, in free yeah. will. I guess. Yeah. Um. But. So I have a question for you, Marshall. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you said you said you're, you're not so sure that there is such a thing as right, right and wrong, right? I mean, like with certainty, I, I think. Yeah, from like a, from a. Well, I I believe in my like. All right, so in my own personal situation, I do apply like what's right and what's wrong. You know, like in my own life, like I go about, I I do have morals, but like in the grand scheme of things like i don't know if there's like i don't think there might be like a right or wrong you know it's just kind of like anything can be done you know it's a free yeah a free for all yeah. basically yeah right so but don't you just feel like there are things that are just inherently wrong right yeah absolutely and i'll tell you why though and i'll tell you exactly why yeah the only yeah. the only reason the only reason why i would th i would say anything would be wrong or and that you would probably agree with me about or agree with me on is um is because it's something that negatively impacts our survival that's what it all comes down to right there like Ooh, if that's it, that's interesting yeah, it, that's the only reason why you care about it, and the only reason why you're telling yourself that it's wrong is because it negatively impacts your life or your, like your survival. If it didn't, mm. then you wouldn't care. If if it didn't, then you wouldn't care about it, and you would say that's it's right, spicy. or you would say it. You would say it. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. But who's to you know? say? That's but, spicy. but who's to say it's negative? Like it's negatively impacting. If the negative means wrong, so. Well, because like you would, you like for example, like. If um, 
if I told you like uh, tomorrow, you know, every uh, me and a bunch of other people are gonna come kick your family out of your house and like you know like enslave you or something. Like, are you gonna say like that's right? Or are you gonna say that's wrong? Well, if there's or no right, if there's no right or wrong, then that's not wrong either. That's just what it is. Exactly, but like, but in your opinion, like, you're not gonna think that you're gonna say it's <laughs> right. wrong. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna say it's wrong. You're gonna be like, how could you do this to me and like my family? Because like that's wrong. But really, like, I agree with you. It's wrong. But the, the only reason why I agree with you is because like I wouldn't want to see that happen to you guys or whatever or you. And like I, I believe that's wrong. But like anything really goes. Like it's not really wrong. It's just like bad for your survival. Because I ca- only because I care. If I didn't care, then it doesn't matter. It's not right or wrong, you know. It's not really right either, it, it, you know. Where you did you take that? Where did you get this philosophy from? Like, is it spiritual or is it like? Um, it's spiritual a little spiritual, bit, and it's right. uh, philosophical in a way. But, um, but it's also just like con- through contemplating it, you know, through contemplating the question, um, you know, over time. I think that's I think that's like a very rational way to think. I think that's like a a, a convincing theory um yeah i will say this though uh and i mean hey i don't i i don't know much either like i i'm not mm-hmm. i, I want to come off and state like i'm not an expert you know, this is my topic you're, I'm a, not valid, an expert. <laughs> you're, you're a valid victorian <laughs> you're a valid victorian don't lie <laughs> no, no 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 um i will say this though like so so for example the bible propagates a, a concept called uh, absolute truth which is like mm-hmm. there is a right and wrong and the bible basically <laughs> asserts that um that that is where that idea comes from is the bible um right basically if you're if you're not in favor of this concept called absolute truth and um based on what you've said marshall uh i think you fall into that camp uh my question is though how do you know that that is actually true because and this is where truth comes in because like you're saying that it's like you don't know that that there is a, a concept as, as right and wrong right but that in and of itself that is a statement of of absolute truth you're saying that you know that there isn't necessarily a right and wrong so does that seem like a little bit contradictory well like really all i'm saying is that you get to choose what's right and wrong well i mean i i believe in like like a lot of the stuff that the bible says is right or wrong like there's a lot of stuff that makes sense like that's in my opinion like right or you know and the stuff that they talk about is wrong is for the most not all of it but in my opinion some of it or most of it is wrong but that's only because it's it's tied into my survival in my opinion you know if i'm i'm not i'm stepping outside of my opinion and going in like the bigger picture like we're looking at things from the bigger picture like a bird's eye view and look and i'm telling i'm not telling you but i'm saying that like in the grand scheme or i don't want to keep using that word but like or that term but in the like scale. overall picture what's that on a larger scale yeah on a larger scale yeah there we go on a larger yeah. scale that like people can like you know they're doing whatever they want and you know you can do that but you're gonna there will be consequences for your actions you know regardless of it being right or wrong on like an in the absolute truth yeah, or so as I mean, far as yeah. absolute truth goes there'll be consequences for your actions because uh, people will give will will punish you for it you know because after a while people are going to be like 
you can't just go around doing whatever you want and that's exactly right. where we're, we've got what we've gotten to to today and the reason why there's laws and like certain rules because if we were to still live like we did like three thousand years ago like there would be like we'd be all be dead or something you know i don't know like yeah there yeah be, that's there yeah, yeah. Be, you know. yeah you should check out utilitarianism it sounds like you would mm-hmm. fit into utilitarianism camp like like which is all about consequences uh of, of the action right like based on what you do and what you don't do how it affects the world and people is mm-hmm. consequential consequentialists but uh yeah yeah man i respect that though i, I think those are right, those right. are some good thought get, yeah yeah get, and like and, and from the christian perspective like i do agree with like or a lot of stuff in the bible makes sense to me do i do i follow it book you know to the book or am i really um what's the word i buy the book I'm, I'm not by the book but like I, there's a lot of stuff that makes sense to me but th- it does contradict like the you like you said the utilitarian perspective i guess right yeah so, it does but, it definitely does yeah yeah because the bible tells you flat out you know what you should do in certain situations and uh i mean and that's pretty pretty and opposing to you know utilitarianism which is you know maximizing the the basically it, there's the greatest happiness principle which is uh you know promoting the most happiness for the most number of people sometimes that's uh <laughs> the bible doesn't really care about who's happy <laughs> like you know the bible right, right. has select mm-hmm. thoughts on certain uh behaviors but mm-hmm. so yeah, um, i'm down to hear i'm down to hear everybody else's thoughts um i don't want to take up too much time on the segment um but i do have a example um, that that would be easy to apply some of this thinking to, you know, and then we can put it into reality. You know, we can put it like a practical uh, example because it's like theory and and all this is great, but it's like okay, how can we apply this? Um, but I'm curious right. though if uh, Masi or or uh, Tom had any other thoughts. Well, I mean, one thing I was just trying to interject with that I'm trying to like figure out is does every decision have a moralistic approach so like you know jake's or um yeah it was your initial thought you know when you were going over with marshall that marshall what was your example kicking mossy out of his house or something <laughs> yeah it is, the first thing that popped in my mind is like just like thanks um, bro me, or not, not really thanks, me, bro. But like, like people let's yeah. say not me but like people coming in like and taking over your property and like enslaving you right it's just like it could it could apply to anybody. Obviously, like I was just using Masi. No, I appreciate it, bro. I know who you are now. I know who you are now. Thanks, bro. Be ready to get mugged. I'm just showing my truth. Just showing my true colors. Does it come down to morals though? When you're only not doing it because there's a law against it, like you don't even have like a, a deeper reasoning behind. It. You just know, well, that's the law, but you know, we're not going to do that. There's a, a severe consequence. Like, well, well like, I think it all that in and of itself would be. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, yeah. I just I was just going to say I think I think that in and of itself must be an ethical system, you know, basically trusting the law to to determine what's right and wrong. Okay. So, yeah. I'm not sure if that answers your question, but I think it kind of I think that. it really is that our morals come from the government now because we don't really have any yeah. deeper understanding of it, but I don't know. I'm still conflicted thinking that's an actual reality because it's kind of depressing. But, um, so like, so like me personally, like, you know, or what was I going to say? Um, I think like, you know, it's just like, yeah, in my situation, it's 
my perspective on it is that like I like I wouldn't do that because I have certain morals but that's just how like my psych you know how I'm wired like psychologically right other people aren't wired like that so they have to either like depend on laws or or regardless of laws they just you know the, some people break the law they don't care you know they don't they don't let that they don't let a law stop them from uh doing something quote unquote wrong you know so yeah yeah and yeah and sometimes like breaking the law has is, is the right thing to do you know like uh what was that movie what was that movie where the the dude fucking he he he's a conscientious objector and he uh he he didn't want to fight in the world in world war ii but he like wanted to save people um top gun come on you guys gotta help me man dude yeah yeah it's uh it's um top man. gun top gun he like went hacksaw ridge that was the movie uh, have you guys seen that movie no no oh, i've heard of it before uh, yeah it's military yeah, movie right yeah hacksaw ridge yeah like he he was breaking I, i'm pretty sure he was he was like breaking the the law the military rules for not engaging in combat um but obviously mm -hmm. that's clearly i mean in that case, I think you could make a strong argument that that breaking the rule is is a better action than engaging in warfare. But right, yeah, it just depends on the situation or yeah, the circumstance. Like, you know, so, um, sometimes it makes sense to bend the rules. Sometimes it makes sense to follow it. It just you know, I think it really, very simply put, it just depends. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm curious. Yeah, it's very, very nuanced. Full yeah. side of this. Say that again, Tom. I, I'm curious to see the practical side of this and and how it breaks down. Oh yeah. Oh going. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You'll you'll love this. All right. So here's a scenario. All right. So you 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 find a a new hot girlfriend, man. She's the sweetest. You know, you guys are you guys are things are getting picking up, man. You're like, wow, maybe I, maybe I can marry this girl one day. So she uh, invites you over to dinner with her with her family. You, you meet everybody. You show up at uh, 1 p.m. Her mom's in the kitchen. She's cooking all day. She's got some uh, lasagna in the oven. You can you know she's been in there for hours and she's making this great lasagna. Okay, and then um, so she serves the lasagna to, to everybody. Uh, you get you eat it. And you're like oof, man. She worked so fucking hard on this lasagna, man, and this shit. Is not good at all. <laughs> so, but you, but you finish your plate anyways. <laughs> like you're, you want to make a good impression, so you finish your plate, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, and then you hear a question. Her mom asks you a question. She's like, she looks at you. She's got a big smile on her face, and she's like, she's like, so sweetie, how was the lasagna? Like you know, she wants to, she wants to know what you think of the lasagna. She cares a lot. Right, so so you're in a position where uh, you know you can either tell her that you loved the lasagna even though you hated it, um, or you can lie to her and tell her what she wants to hear, uh, and you know tell her that yeah it was it was great lasagna. Or did oh wait I'm not sure if I just contradicted myself, but you guys get the idea though. It's one or yeah, two yeah. options. You can lie to your mother, your future mother-in-law. And break her heart and set up, you know, bad example, or you just tell her the truth, right? Um, so what would you guys do? I'm trying to get something, so I'm gonna lie, bro. <laughs> You're gonna lie. I love you that. Know, you, I love the honesty. You know, you know what? You know what? I think there's a uh, a way around it. To be honest, um, I think you could say, 
it could i don't know if it would really be lying because i mean like you would have to actually genuinely not like lasagna for this to make sense but like you could say you know what like lasagna is not really my cup of tea or like or not cup of tea but that's not really my my favorite food in the world but hey it's You're not bad or those. something yeah it's lying but i guess it's sure, sure so so you can so you might be able to get around it with that all right but let's say let's say Masi loves lasagna so he's in a tight position he has a moral dilemma in his heart he loves lasagna but it was the worst lasagna he's ever had so what should Masi do then you said she was hot right yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but I want to know what Marshall would do if he was you in that situation. Because I, we know what you would do, Mossy. Fucking lie your ass off. Since <laughs> you was hot, right? Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would actually. Me personally, I've been in certain situations like that. I think I would just tell a white lie. Honestly, I don't really. I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to not. Uh you know get you know stir the pot or, or whatever or um yeah it's interesting you know, get some, it, it, yeah it's a good question and the bigger the the bigger question here is i think a lot of people would agree with you marshall and they would probably say yeah i think white lies okay here the bigger question is where is that boundary oh how where does you? that boundary come from <laughs> right. No, well, seriously, that also I, matters. I'm saying that because yeah. I, I like I, even before you said that. That's what my thought process was: is it's already going to be dependent on other factors, like how bad it was, how hot she is. Um, <laughs> you know, there's pieces that you you factor into it because morals should be, you know, black or white. But are they really ever when there's no major loss on the line? Yeah, right. That's that's the interesting part. How much can't, loss is there? Is there opportunity loss? You know, like, can't you can't you yeah. just can't you just tell her after you smash? Like, <laughs> tell her the truth after you smash. Yeah. Oh, that lasagna was not that great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not. Now, great. you know, the question though yeah. is, how do we know we're losing that opportunity? Because we're going to be honest, though. Well, yeah, I think it matters. Uh, well. <laughs> So opportunity cost matters here, right? But I think I think most people do care a lot about integrity. They they want to be an honest, good person, right? So, um, and and most people would tell other people that they're not a liar, that they're not liars. They they tell the truth. Um, but some people some people like aren't as as honest about that. I mean, I'll 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 say that even for myself, like. I, I think there are appropriate times to lie. Like, I think that that's like, it just depends on what the context is. So I guess, I guess in the scheme of things, Tom, I, I agree. It matters. The context matters when, when lying. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, you could look at it several different ways. You could be honest, which personally, I would probably be honest. I'd be like, you know, she may want critical feedback. Maybe she takes pride in her cooking and she'll appreciate the fact that you were honest, and if you're good at cooking, maybe you can share some feedback. You're a little heavy-handed on the rosemary, and it's really overpowering it, right? So you can take right. that honestly and turn a positive to it, and then that girl's like, oh, wow. shit, this guy knows how to cook. You know, I this is actually a one-up now instead of a negative, or you can lie about it, and then next week she's making chicken parm, and that's going to be the worst thing you've ever eaten, and she thinks she's nailing it. So <laughs> where, where's the benefit? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That. That's, a, that's a good point. Wow. 
sometimes honesty can be can outweigh the uh i really try to be honest life. as much as i can like in I try to factor it in in those regards. And if you don't like my feedback, so be it. You ask for it next time. I know you're looking for a compliment. So you know what? I'll give you a compliment because that lie is not really hurting you. I know you're looking for a compliment, right? Like when a girl asks you how she looks in something, are you going to be seen out in public with her? Is she wearing it, you know, around the house at home so you don't really care and you can tell her whatever she wants to, you know, feel good and get that compliment? Or you know she's gonna be wearing it to something big and you're like, man, that is fuck ugly. And you're gonna be honest because that context matters and how it's gonna be, you know, played out. Right. Okay, okay, so that that's really good. So so you'd be honest, right? So let's yeah. say um let's say I don't wanna use any of you guys. I feel like that would be rude, but let's say there's this dude who cheats on his uh, girlfriend and um she she's like suspicious of it. Mm-hmm. But she's really happy with this guy. <laughs> is it wrong for him to lie to his girlfriend? Yes, yes, because cheating is uh, cheating is wrong. It's more wrong, so it's like, it's definitely yeah, wrong. Yeah, but why, though? Why is that wrong, and why is it okay to lie about food? What makes those two things different from each other? Because food, you're just eating something. You're not cheating on anybody. You're just... There's you're- a difference in significance, you know, like... The lasagna isn't as significant as the relationship, you know. Or catching an STD when he comes home with something. Right, right. on, right on, right on. So the him consequences. Getting, yeah, him getting another girl pregnant. She may be okay with it, but she doesn't realize the complexity of that situation. Or maybe she's completely against it because she thinks about all those things, but really is okay with him sleeping around. Yeah, like, it, it's just interesting to me, though, right? Because, like, you guys say consequences, which I agree with. Um, but it's like, who who is the judge here? Who determines what is... You can feel that something is right. Or maybe you think something... Maybe you have an idea of something you think is right, but you're just like, you don't want to do it. But but you deep down, you know it's the right thing. Who is the one who gets to make these judgments on what actually is right and wrong? For example think about maybe maybe you were flirting with a girl at the gas station okay maybe her friend happens to be in that gas station and and overheard it she tells her friend about it and then you know or her friend tells her about it and then she questions him and she's like my friend told me you were flirting with the the cash register girl right and uh and, and maybe he knows deep down that he was flirting with her but he plays it off and he's like, oh, no, 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 we're just like, we're just friends, right? But he knows that he was flirting with her. So, I mean, where are these lines? Who determines what these lines are? Who, who gets to judge? The individual. Yeah, I think the, the significant other would have to determine, like, all right, is that, are you overstepping a boundary or are you not, you know? So, like, if you're overstepping that person's boundary, then that's wrong, or it's wrong for the relationship, right? Is wrong for the survival of the for survival of the relationship, but it's not on like a moral level, really right or wrong. It's just like <laughs> a different way of. It's just a different way of going about something, you know, or like I don't know. I mean, I personally wouldn't do it, but really, so you think goes. it's not about it's not about the on the on the outside the moral right and wrong. You think it's more about the outcome. It's so, it's up to the person, sort of, so yeah, to speak, yeah, individuals. Like, yeah. But, yeah. So from yeah. But isn't it morally wrong okay. to deceive others? Isn't it morally wrong to deceive others? Yeah, thank you. That yeah, like, yes. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. Think so. yeah. 
<laughs> I'm deceiving. What if he thinks that it's not? What if he thinks it's not morally wrong to deceive others? Oh, well, then his it's his truth versus the objective truth. Yeah. Well, so is there an objective right and wrong? That's I think that's like the ultimate. I question. I believe so. I'm 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 a, I'm atheist agnostic. Yeah. I'm atheist agnostic, so I yeah. don't really follow religion. But like, uh, yeah. Uh, but just by living, you can tell what's right or wrong. You don't want to you don't want to do something to others that you don't want to do done to yourself. So it's like, it's great. Right. Yeah. Golden rule. Follow the golden, some golden rule. yeah. rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all super nuanced. And honestly, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm bullshit. No, no, no. <laughs> You're good. A that, good was, topic, that was a Hopefully solid topic. Productive. <laughs> yeah. Solid topic. That yeah, makes you, really know, makes that's you my think. Topic. All right. Yeah, that's my topic. Guys. We, we hit an hour mark. So let's, let's just talk about, um, let's just talk about my favorite president, Biden, for a little while. Um, <laughs> Jake, what are your thoughts? <laughs> president Biden? Yeah. Oh boy. Isn't he the best Man. president we ever had? Man, I <laughs> uh would it would it surprise you if I if I said I loved President Joe Biden? Not at all. Because I love him. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't anybody love him? He's great. I think he's I think he's great behind the mic. I think he's high energy. I think he's doing <laughs> he's, amazing things to the this country. <laughs> he's higher, right? He's higher, right? Dude, honestly, I don't know, man. A lot of people send me, like, memes of, like, Joe Biden speaking. I'm just... My opinion on Joe Biden is, like, I'm just so over it. Like, I honestly don't even let Joe Biden entertain my brain space anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I just think it's just such a waste of time listening to him and, like, following what he's doing. Because it's so obvious that, like... I don't know. From my my opinion, I, I just... Do I think you... it's very clear that we're worse off... Uh, the past three years than, do you, than than where we were do you understand what he's saying most of the time because i'm still trying to figure it out well he can't keep my attention for more than five seconds so i wouldn't know <laughs> like i wouldn't be the person to ask like i just tune him out what, did you guys see the, yeah did you guys see the um the trump town hall no what's that with cnn the the trump town hall with cnn so CNN hosted uh, a, a town hall for Trump. Like they they broadcasted this. They had a interview come in, and basically all the people in the audience were uh, Trump's followers. It turned out, and um, oh my god, dude, it was just a disaster. It was a literal not, disaster not for, for Trump. <laughs> no, not for Trump. No, not for Trump. Call an ambulance, but not for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I watched about twenty minutes of it, and I've seen about ten hours of uh, the the outcomes and, and outrage from it. So yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty amusing. <laughs> you guys got to check it out, dude. It's high, high dopamine content, man. You'll be you'll be hooked. Oh wow, okay. That's what right it? up Mossy's alley. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that hit that dopamine, man. Mossy loves TikTok. that high dopamine. <laughs> what is it called again? Trump uh, Town Hall? Town yeah, Hall. Trump Town Hall. Okay, I'll check it you out. You probably won't find it because they they don't they don't like to post uh like the actual like interview. They'll just like report on it and give their opinion, you know, but if you like no, sort it they by, wouldn't do by that. they wouldn't just show yeah. single clips yeah. out of context and with their own talking <laughs> yeah. points and <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, that's basically the the problem. You probably won't find it. But if you sort by videos that are forty minutes and longer, you'll find the you'll find a video where this guy's just watching it and he's reacting. He's he's like not really talking. Um, but yeah, you, you'll 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 definitely be glad that you watched it. This shit is gold content. <laughs> okay. Well, if, what if I can't find it? Can you just tell me what happened? Well, yeah, basically, find like, find I mean, <laughs> Trump was, like, Trump was just on his shit, you know? He, he was, like, I mean, he was just on point, dude. It was like he took, like, 100 milligrams of Adderall, and he was just fucking popping off on every single question. Like, it was just, it was a beautiful <laughs> thing to see. They asked him about his tweets, you know, from, uh, from January uh, 6th. They were like, well, uh, you were, like, three hours late on, on one of your tweets after the riots took place or whatever. And then Trump was like, oh, really? And then he like pulled out a sheet out of his like out of his suit and he's like, Well, if you look at my actual tweets, I tweeted before the the, the rally and he's like, you know, he, he instructed all of his followers to be peaceful and uh, and I think that blew everybody's mind. He like pulled a fucking piece of paper out with the facts. <laughs> and like the facts were right in front of her face and she didn't know what the hell to do. That was like a big highlight. Damn. Uh, what else was there? I don't know. Tom, what else did you see on there? Um, I mean, just the way, you know, they tried to position questions to get him talking right about 2020 and the election. And then afterwards, try and, you know, give commentary like Trump was focused on stuff in the past still. And, and one of the guys that was giving a follow up, you know, conversation was like, yeah, but your your uh, um, interviewer asked him that question first. What did you expect him to say? And the interviewer, or the, you know, the, the follow up reporter was like. Well, you know, he could have changed topics, and he's like, or he could have answered the question that you guys asked him, and, and <laughs> yeah. focused on that. Yeah, that's... that was yeah. pretty funny. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. On the topic of politics. Um, <laughs> did you hear that part? Yeah. So here's a good question that um, we could ask since we're on the uh, topic of politics. Do you think any politician that's ever been in office, Democrat or Republican, has done anything like that significant for our country? And if so, what uh, name like three or four things or something that they did that were like majorly significant, Ooh, not just a, for you, you not just for not just for you, but like for the for people at large, like in in the United States. Yeah. Like, that's a really good question. For one, I no. Trump actually uh, got a lot of uh, sex trafficking. No, I'm down. saying like, well, he did like stuff that you can actually like that you fact checked and you know. I did. 100% I did. Fact yep, I did. Okay, okay. I fact checked. Sure. I fact checked that he right, he yeah. he did a lot for sex trafficking more than any other president. He was like on point okay. with that. I'm, so uh, I'm, I agree with that. I like that. That was one thing. Uh, mm -hmm. What did he do exactly? He, he, uh, I don't exactly know. Like, it's been a while since I looked at it, but like, he got involved right. with, he got involved with the feds, he got involved with CIA, and he, like, set up sting operations to catch, like, sex offenders and, uh, sex traffickers. So, okay. If that's the case, then I, I, I like that. Um, anybody else with any other president or, or maybe even Trump? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, yeah that's I'm kind thinking of about it. It's a great question. It's a good question. Because, like, for me, like, I, like Tom and Moss, you know, I just got into politics, like, this year. I'm still kind of new at it, but, you know, I know a little bit about it. And, um, but 
there's certain things like that I haven't necessarily looked into, so I can't really like be outspoken about something that I don't know what I'm talking about, like of which politician did what and when they did it and who benefited benefited from it and who did it hurt, who did it help, you know, that type of you know type of stuff. I got a um I got one more uh uh, Lincoln kind of ended slavery, so I don't know if that's a the kind of ended slavery. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he had a big hand in ending slavery, so it's like that's a big deal. Okay. Hmm. And that was a positive, right? Yep, that was a positive. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were saying a con or a no. negative. <laughs> no, nah, negative. Pro. You, you asked for pros. I didn't. Why are we looking up cons? <laughs> I said both, but all right, yeah. Um, one thing that I know Trump is well known for is uh the energy transformation that he that once he once he was in office, like America became like one of the world's biggest uh, yeah, exporter of oil and natural gas. That was like a huge accomplishment from him. And I think that really helped the economy a lot. Okay. I agree. Yeah. If that's the case, then yeah, that's better than maybe what Biden has done with the, uh, I don't know. I think Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, 100. And uh, I, this is more of an opinion, I guess, but I, I just feel like. I just feel like this is a feeling. I just feel like Trump commanded more respect on the global stage than, than any recent president has, um, like in the past 20 years. Without uh, doubt. Yeah, like, I just think, like, you know, one thing Trump says a lot is, like, if he was, if he was in office, then then Russia never would have invaded Ukraine. And and I believe that, dude. Like, is Trump yeah. the kind of guy that you think people want to fucking mess with? Like, do you think Trump is the kind of... Like, I, I don't know. If I'm on the outside and I'm looking at this guy Trump, dude, like, he, he's actually, like, just... Dude, this guy's out of his mind. Like, in a good way. Like, yeah, I was going to say, not I don't know. He's not the guy though. I want to test. It's not even What's out that? of fear, though, but it's also a positive, like, I would much it's, rather it's work with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a competency thing. It really is thing. a tragedy that he never had the support of the rest of the government, even his his you know his own party. And I, it's just crazy to think about what he actually could have gotten accomplished had he not been attacked from every side with every impeachment, perjury, trial, you know, hoax. Russian collusion, like everything being thrown at him, left and oh, right. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. He could have more, you know, more focused efforts on things instead of being worried about who's trying to fuck me over and come up with some bullshit now. Which I'm just curious on that. What do you guys think of the Trump indictment? The current one. <laughs> which indictment? Uh, which indictment? <laughs> yeah, which one? There's been like five or ten. <laughs> like, yeah, five to ten indictments. Twenty of those. Yeah, couple and couple you about the rape allegation. <laughs> the rape allegation that that is that's going on. Yeah, I mean, I really which haven't indictment? heard. I, I definitely know he had to pay out, but I really didn't see or get much information on that actual case. Um, but more so the one being thrown at him by what the new york da for the 29 counts of tax evasion or i, I don't even know oh. exactly what they're putting it as. oh yeah yeah i haven't heard about that yeah 
And even liberals and liberal media are saying that they can't believe they're actually trying to go at him for this stuff from paying off Stormy Daniels over seven or eight years ago and then saying he didn't report taxes on it and he used campaign funds to do it, which is already proven he didn't and already went to court for. And they're like pulling up all these old things that have already been dealt with and then trying to say they're tied to other crimes that they can't even explain what they are. And even liberals are like, geez, guys, like, this is pretty weak shit. Like, you guys couldn't have done better. Now you're just showing our hand here and showing we're, we're grasping at straws. It's just a pathetic joke. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, um, it's. Go ahead. I've been talking a lot. You got what were you going to say, man? I feel bad. No, no, you're good. I think we've been equally talking honestly but um I was gonna say that I I don't know not like really much of a Trump supporter but I do think that the far left media kind of like goes out of their way to frame him as like a certain you know character that they're basically exaggerating his um his uh like faults or his uh, mistakes or you know or things that huh absolutely that's exactly what they do right and I'm not not taking Trump's side because I still gotta look more into like what he's all about really because like for example like what are some things that he like Trump is blatant like blatantly against that like you guys like are um, that you side with him about like things that he stands against that you guys agree with I just want to know <clears throat> shipping work from here to, to other countries is all about working shipping work like worker here to other countries yeah like outsourcing American jobs outsourcing American jobs yeah oh okay so like keeping like the jobs within like the United States yeah Yep. Whether through, you know, tax incentives or, you know, different programs built to incentivize companies to come here, extra grants or money, you know, for companies that are willing to spend and invest more money. Um, I mean, he's all about growing the economy, like, and he's a businessman. And I feel like he's puts out clear ideas and and follows through on that. Okay. Uh, Let me ask you this question. Does Trump value um, increasing like the quality of life for the working class? A booming economy does that, so yes, by default. Okay. Um, how so? When there's more jobs, then there's more opportunities, there's less reasons to turn to crime, there's people willing to spend more money and support other businesses, giving more entrepreneurs a chance to grow and, and start new things. Outside countries are willing to invest money and right, right. put things in here. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, hmm. What else is he against that you guys side with him about? You trying to take over my household. <laughs> oh, wow. so strong, strong borders? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, fellas. And then overthrow your establishment. Yep. (laughs) 
right. So uh, we've gone for an hour and 15 minutes. I think it's a good spot to call it quits. I have to go help my brothers load the truck. They're moving some things. Um, Jay, tell them where, where they can find you. Tell the audience where they can find you. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to find me, uh, Instagram, Jake Giacondo. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Awesome. Marshall? Find me at Victory Fitness on YouTube. That's my self-defense cha- channel. Uh, going over the kickboxing techniques and everything. Just trying to promote uh, fitness and positivity. Um, you can also find me right here on the podcast at Pardon Your Spartans. Great name, by the way, <laughs> that we shouldn't change. <laughs> Tom, your turn. <laughs> Oh man! Yep. Like always, you guys can find me here every Tuesday or whenever you're listening. Uh, can't really follow me anywhere because I don't use social media, and I like it that way. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Be like Tom. Be like Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be more like Tom, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for um, joining us. Stay tuned for another episode next week. You can find me on YouTube at Freedom Phantom. Uh, And if you didn't agree with anything we said, just remember, pardon your Spartans. Thanks. Take care.